the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. A little bit of market turmoil in the month of October. Do you like it? Turmoil is an economic risk. There's different types of economic risks. There's currency risks, there's economic risks, there's inflation risks, there's headline risks. A lot of risk. But market volatility can get people going to the point of, you know what? I'm not going to buy that house or I'm not going to buy that car. I'm not going to go on that vacation. I kind of want to wait to see if we go lower or higher. The jobs reports in the United States is good. The existing home sales, new home sales are, are on the weaker side. Inventory is building, which is good for buyers. But the, the expense of buying homes is, is increasing. California's gas tax repeal. Is in the news. A gas tax repeal measuring California known as Proposition 6. That Republicans have hailed and rallied around is looming, losing steam. Do you remember when um, Arnold Schwarzenegger got into governor and he was going to you know, cut the vehicle DMV tax? I'll be back. People rallied around that and they got him into office. People are not rallying around gas tax issues that bodes well for democrats and not republicans in the state elections but again you kind of like try to get your you get you look at the calendar and you go elections are coming up in two to three weeks they are right around the corner we're at fever pitch i i can't even do it i can't even do it i, I won't even go there so stop oh I think, again, you know, part of my platform would be if you send out spam email, you're put to death after one warning. And then I'm going to build my platform around that. And I think I'd get some votes. Call me crazy. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Are you crazy? There is a little bit of, uh, I'd say, warning signs that the end of the bull market is close. And maybe the end of the housing market run is close with building inventory. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Now, that necessarily isn't a bad thing for you because when people try to guess, they, they get into transactions. Or right? realtors, yeah. Transactions. Okay. Um, so, 
We're even seeing a kind of scare in refinances, too. We saw interest rates go up, but refinance applications go up. People kind of get scared. They 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 get nervous that rates will continue going up. They, they, we need to change. We've been in a stagnant period for a long time, meaning as far as rates are concerned, and it's it's allowed people to kind of, I guess, confidently predict you know their payments and you know their future goals and involved in the house and hope for a little bit of appreciation to you know in case there is a pullback but uh, it makes a little people that are looking at houses now a little bit more nervous um you know houses are sitting on the market a little bit longer i'm sure you've seen that and heard that um you might see some more for sale signs as uh you know driving up and down your neighborhoods as opposed to what you saw a year ago definitely more inventory turned and what's interesting is the stat is we have lower sales which means we have less buyers and more inventory so when you add those two together it it does turn into um some signals that we are heading towards the you know the end of our real estate bull market and again just because the bull market ends doesn't mean apocalypse it doesn't mean the Bigfoot is going to be running around the streets. Although Yeti did IPO. You heard about Yeti? I, I've heard it, but I don't know what it what it is. So I don't understand how it's work. I mean, I'm going to have to take a look at it, but it's the it's a new cooler. That's incredible. It keeps ice cold for like up to a week. Yeah. And people yeah. are stealing them pretty aggressively. <laughs> and there's Yeti dealers now. <laughs> Yeti dealers. So, well, your your corner, corner Yeti dealer. And I'm like, how many frozen products do we need? And how many coolers do we need? Um, but apparently they've got like some ideas. So and I, I like to camp. I like to get out in the woods and I like a cooler to be cool and, you know, going down the river and, and grabbing a beer. Is, it's a good time. It's a good time. Good time. But Yeti's publicly traded. I don't know if that would tell, tells us anything. So moving on. <laughs> um, ribbon. What does ribbon stand for? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't get a chance to talk. It's a, a startup company that actually will help assist buyers in getting in a house. What they do is they, they buy the house for you. Oh, and God. Give, yeah, and they give you time to go out and get your financing. And, of course, I, I bet you they'll also offer you some financing. So it's it's just, you know, I find and I look for interesting stories. And a friend um, of mine has a lot of funding, which is interesting, is that people are backing this company because now they may have missed the mark yet. Yeah. As far as, you know, hey, the urgency to buy a house and, hey, we, you need cash now to get your offer accepted. And that's really their angle. Now that we're going to see more inventory, people, houses sitting hey, on the market. We need headhunters for love. We need headhunters head for, for... That's a headhunter for houses. Right. I have a friend who owns a company. He doesn't... He, he's one of the owners. And um, it was a car service where you'd be like, I'd like a red Porsche. Um, and they would scour all the local dealers and find it for you, get you the price and deliver it to you. And you had to do nothing, nothing, no details, no finance manager, no salesperson. And the dealer was happy because they had to do nothing. They just had to get the inventory off their yep. lot. Um, but it didn't quite work that way. So then they went into like the fleets of cars and they tried to figure out some other ways of, of making service. Do you make money off the customer? Do you make money off the dealer? Do you make the money off the insurance company? Do you make the money off the uh, car maker? But yeah, I think we all need concierge service, and that doesn't sound crazy for me. For I don't think I don't think it is crazy at all. Uh, in fact, they've they've raised uh, several hundred million dollars um, to fund their activities, and uh, I think after a while, people are going to figure out that um, you know six percent on a real estate transaction might not make sense. And uh, th- these are some of the ways that you can you know get a discount on a property if you go and offer cash, and this is what they offer. Um, it's better than going out and paying points to get a private loan. 
Uh, it's better than um, accessing your cash unless you have the cash, and that's and then you can do what they call a, um, a delayed financing, where you actually pay yourself back the money. That's actually the what a lot of people are doing uh, instead of something like this. But you need the cash, and that's what they offer. So it's it's just another creative way of getting into real estate. Redfin did their thing. You know, Ribbon's going to do their thing. Um, there's other discount. Um, uh, realtors out there that are trying to get into the market and, and kind of duplicate what Redfin has done. Um, there's still a lot of money in real estate when, you know, home prices are up, you know, the record um, prices right now. And realtors want to get a little piece of that in every single transaction. Yeah. It's, it's in a, one way or the other. It's an interesting time because I, the idea of using a ribbon to me, when I was 20, I wanted to go out and look at the house. I wanted to find the house with my loved one. I wanted to like go up in the bedroom and go, you think this could work? Would this work for us? I think it'll work for us. Okay, you act tough in front of the realtor. Um, now I'm just like, let someone else find a house. But then yeah. again, maybe not. Well, they don't find a house. You find the house. They're just going to buy it for you. Okay, got it. Right. They're, so they're, I thought it was more of a concept. No, no, no. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's basically they're, they're your bank, and they're going to pay cash for the house, and the, so the seller's going to take your offer first. They're going to offer short closing and a cash offer. Oh, got it, got it. And then, and then you go out and get to have time to go out and get financing, and I'm sure they give you 30, 60 days or something like that. Okay. It's Tony Mendez with BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can meet him actually at an event coming up talking about good fortune, good years of real estate, what's next. Um, how do you finance it? He's going to represent BayAreaLoanSource.com at the big event coming up in San Jose. It's at the uh, Rotary Club, which is a really cool location downtown. Literally 20 restaurants close by. San Jose Museum of Modern Art, the Tech Museum. It's really a great location, and I hope to use it again. So please show up and come out, and you can sign up for the event November 17th. There's two income and tax re- uh, and retirement planning seminar in the morning. November 17th. Then in the afternoon, it's going to be investing beyond a 401k wealth accumulation. I've never done this one. It's kind of like a more advanced money 101, but not quite. You're ready for retirement. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Use the code radio 25 to get in for free. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Wake up, you need to make money. Remember when you were 18, 19, 20 and you just wanted to start a band and go see your friends, drink all, drink beer all day long and eat pizza? 21 Pilots, I found them in 2011. Long time ago is that Big Wheel song. And, uh... I was involved in a charity auction where they were giving away a big adult big wheel. And who wants a big adult big wheel? You don't realize you do until you see the winner ride off on it. You're Whoa. like, I'm going to steal that one. Day. I'm going to go to the park and wait for him and I'm going to steal it. Sweet. It's 21 Pilots. Um, 
critically acclaimed. Check them out. You used to play pretend when I wake up, you're going to need the money. I couldn't imagine being 17, 16 years old today if I didn't have a coastal upbringing because it's just competitive out there, Tony. I see uh, that on a regular basis with the college enrollments and the college turndowns and how many kids, how many colleges kids are applying to. So pretty competitive, competitive, um, can kind of jack the prices. Um, a friend of mine just did the, uh, did the Santa Rosa fire from last year. Of course. Oh yeah. So Linda was in a movie, a documentary. So she's featured in it. And they rented out, I guess, the Santa, uh, the Sarah, not the Sarah, but the private school that Joe Montana's kids go to. Gorgeous. The most amazing elementary school on the planet where you honestly thought butlers were going to walk up to you. Marbled floors and everything. And like, that's a pretty big difference than public schools. And competition to get into these things are, it's not short listed. Like, from what I've heard, you can't even get into college unless you have Boy Scouts on your uh, uh, resume at this point in time. Were you in the Boy Scouts? I was not in the Boy Scouts. Um, I had a Boy Scout experience <laughs> that... Do we need to hear that? Yeah, yeah. I think it's... it's. It, don't leave your kids with no Halloween costume. No. <laughs> Let's just say I wasn't going to fit in. I was, in I was in the Boy Scouts. Oh, God. That explains everything. Yeah, it sure does. The Toll Brothers, how to fix things. Yeah. Toll Brothers, big home builder. Home builders are having an awful stock year. How are home builders doing in your world? Um, well, we don't see a lot of them. Uh, most of the building that we see now in the Bay Area, especially, are you know townhouses and condos and multifamily, you know, rentals. Um, so you know, there's the the ones that do pop up uh, get sold pretty quickly, and people wait, you know, sometimes a year to get their financing taken. We have one client or one listener on our show who continually calls and tries to lock in his rate for like a year. And some of these lenders have to be creative in that way to, to get that business. And um, lenders offer incentives to uh, use their preferred lender. And, you know, so it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a racket, but um, there is a convenience to walking up to a new home and saying, Hey, I want to buy that. You don't have a realtor. You don't need a realtor. You can use theirs. And, um, and then they go, by the way, just step in that office and get pre-approved and you're ready to go. So that's what I did when I bought my first house. Really? Yeah, I bought a new home. We built it. I watched build. I brought pizzas and beer to the guy, the builders, and um, watched my house get built and you know, did financing right there with their preferred lender and it worked. So, And we've done several loans for people who are buying um, new homes and it, it, it is a process and the lender's... Uh, I'm sorry, the builders, you know, they, they stick to a pretty good timeline and they, they communicate pretty well. But, um, you know, builders across the United States are, you know, they're, they're, we watch them because they give us a good indication of, of, you know, what they expect out of first time home buyers and affordable housing and so on. And, and this story here is about they're, they're building 3000 homes near Phoenix and, um, you know, maybe that's a place where if you want to buy a home, you go to Phoenix, uh, you know, so people, we just watch it as a kind of a pulse of what's going on in the market. You know, like dealer financing mm-hmm. and home builder financing. Do you remember like getting an apartment out of college? You'd go to like the leasing office and there'd always be like, oh, go step in this office and then I'm going to go get an incredibly attractive young woman to pitch you on this. I've always felt like it's rat poison. <laughs> the pitch where they put you in a room and you have to wait for someone to come in. I feel like you're eating that little green rat poison and you're just, you're about to dehydrate and die. 
Um, I don't like salespeople. And that's like, you know, earlier today we were talking about a, a concierge service, you know, helping you buy a home uh, on the financing side. We'll cover it. We'll, we'll walk you through the process on the back end. But even like the Toll Brothers, you know, you sitting down and saying you sat with home builders, that's just too much stress for me. Like that's one of the reasons um, uh, I'm not a big fan of, of buying vacation rentals. Oh, and they want you to buy upgrades. Um, you want that fireplace. You want the marble floors or hardwood floors, upgraded rugs. And every every time you add something, they're making a little bit more money. But um, I look back at my house, and I, I wish I added a fireplace. I, the, you know, I was going, oh, I want an extra foot in my garage. I wish I got the bigger garage. I, I didn't need the dormers. And, you know, so you, so you go back What's and you dormer? Go, just one of those weird, uh, so you got a pitched roof and those little kind of windows that jet out. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I, I didn't need them. Um, I'd rather have more attic space or something like that. So, you know, there's there's some things that you can change. But um, and you, you, I would recommend if you ever do that, sit down and really think about what you want. Um, I don't want to say go high, high end on everything, but you have an opportunity to finance these options as opposed to putting them in later and, and you know, tearing up your house and putting up floors. And um, that's kind of what I regretted that I'd, I'd rather have just bought the house the way I want it and just financed it. it the, the great thing about it is, is if you actually indeed do that, it should comp out com- as far as the, the appraisal and when you get your financing you're not, and you can finance it. So you're financing a portion of it. You put 20% down, you only, you're financing 80% of all of these upgrades. So, um, I don't know. I, I I don't mind salespeople because I'm kind of in sales. I've been in sales for years. Uh, it's more of uh, we offer service and it now makes sense why you look at you as a big piece, <laughs> a big green, piece, of, a big piece green of poison. Green, green poison. Okay, Mystery. I am wearing a, a green Mystery sweater. Yacht. <laughs> yeah. So you and I both kind of agree on that. You know, we're coming from the same place. So be cautious when you go into a room and you get pitched um, a deal. Just. Take your time. Know that you have time to, to cancel it. Same thing in the horrible world of annuities. There's a sports show guy. Not a sports show guy. He buys time on a sports radio show here. His product is the most annoying, nasty, horrible thing on the planet. Um, but if you have, if you sign it, you still have three days to come back and say, I want to rip this up. So just know that. One of the more interesting things that you and I run into is arguments on. We already talked about how Bay Area people are not having children here. Um, they're saying it's too expensive, so I, I can't afford a smaller space, so maybe I'll put off having kids. And or the off, other option is I'll have them later in life and I'll move to Boise or I'll move to Denver or I'll move somewhere else. We'll talk about that as the show unfolds. Uh, you can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. What do you do? And this has got horrible Hollywood... Um, movie written all over Hallmark Hollywood. What do you do when you're a San Francisco liberal and you move to Flagstaff, Arizona, where people wear guns in the grocery stores? Huh? Huh? Does that got love story written all over it? Huh? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in San Jose. You can use the code RADIO25. Sign up for free November 17th in San Jose. It's a Saturday event. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
talking money, investing in more. Got a big event coming up in San Jose at the Rotary Club. It's a Saturday, two events, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. One's for wealth preservation, retirement planning in the morning. One's for wealth accumulation and 401k planning in the afternoon. Two very separate events. You shouldn't be at both. Doesn't make sense that you would be at both. Um, But I know people are people. And why should it be? 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. Redfin's one of those companies out there that puts out a lot of data, as is Bankrate. Um, what are some other sources of mortgage information? If that happens to be your thing, for the record, I'm a stock guy. I'm a story guy. I like the Internet. I like tech. I don't really find myself reading a lot about mortgages. Tony Mendez, Bay Area, LoanSource.com. What are some other sources? Yeah, yeah what do you use? Um well, Redfin's been fantastic. Uh, there's there's plenty of news out there and plenty of resources. Um, CoreLogic puts out some uh, great information as well. Um, I, I use a website called uh, Mortgage News Daily, and it, okay. it, it kind of compiles all of the stories through the Internet and uh, all of these sources like Redfin and Zillow and, and so on. Um, I have that link on my website as well and some of the, the news feeds from there. And it's it's a fantastic site if, if you want to kind of geek out on you know, mortgages, or you want to learn a little bit about why mortgage rates move with um, and how they move. And um, it's got a lot of good data for, um, you, know, you know, all the sales and pending existing and new homes and all that. It's just a, you know, it's a great resource if that's what you want to get yourself into. But I wouldn't use that to buy a house. I mean, or I wouldn't use choose, buy a house. I choose where I, about education. Yeah, Some people get off on the stuff. There was another one called it. mortgageprofessor.com, and he's a professor out of Minnesota, and he, he puts together a really good website as well if you want to learn some of the basics. Okay. So I got some of these links on the website. Sure. I was reading through Bloomberg this week. Um, Bloomberg terminals are expensive professional terminals. There's a free site called Bloomberg.com, but there's also a terminal. And one of the stories that came up was about a couple moving from San Francisco, who's 50, to Des Moines, Iowa, as well as Boise, Idaho, Boise, Idaho, and um, what was the other city they were talking about? Um, Reno. And uh, how there's culture shock and how you could be a San Francisco liberal and you could move to a place where uh, you don't fit in necessarily, your politics, and uh, you may be used to, like, talking about Kavanaugh, but suddenly they're pro-Kavanaugh. So it's interesting to see, but it's also affordable housing. It's sidewalks. It's, uh, you know, sometimes better schools, a lot of times better schools. Uh, But there's a lot of political divides. And it's interesting to note that, you know, California histories of booms and busts have fueled exoduses before. There's a gold rush that brought people here, but there's also a gold boom that sent people home. Um, But the supply and demand's really catching up. And I've got a friend in Prescott, Arizona, he loves golf. He, I mean, he loves golf, and he doesn't need a sports franchise. I'm like, I need a sports franchise next to me. <laughs> like, we all have things that we kind of want. Some people want beaches. Yeah. Some people want housing. Some people want affordable. Well, look at Vegas, for example. There, you know, two professional teams, and by 2020, and um, if that's your, hey, and I, don't including, think, I don't think we're going to call the Raiders a professional <laughs> team by 2020. <laughs> They've already been eliminated uh, from the playoffs. It's not bad until they're gone, right? Uh, no, but a lot of people are looking out of state and, and out of out of the city. San Francisco, you know, they have a um, a net outflow last year of about 17,000 people. Their top destination was Sacramento, uh, places like Portland and, and Reno. So, uh, you know, you, you talk about some of the culture shock, but you, you, take Reno, for example. A lot of people from California are moving there, and you're going to start 
seeing a little bit more of that California influence there. Not, I mean, we already kind of see it uh, to begin with. It's been, you know, a top destination for Californians for years. Um, that is, you know, the gamblers. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I've seen, I, I have a house in, in Reno. My parents live in Reno, and I've, I visit there quite often, and I see a lot of California influence, you know, just in the restaurants, and, and um, I mean, you can't help but see hundreds of cars with California license plates now. In Nevada, Californians make up the largest share of rivals. Prices have jumped about 13% since August. Um, 29% of home views in Idaho are coming from Californians. It's like, we could have a second home, or we could have our first home in, in Idaho and talk to each other like we're still here. Hey, bro, you watch the Warriors last night, bro? Yeah, bro, I watch the Warriors. That's Steph Curry that did up for 51, bro. All right, all right, all right. When was the last time you played basketball? I played basketball oh, with my gosh. I played with my kid the other day. There you go. So. Was he not bad? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. So, yeah, there's a, a psychological thing of moving. I think a lot of people aren't ready for that. Um, and a lot of people, they, they, they make the mistake in marriages when the marriages end in divorce, the wife I, in my book, 25 plus years ago, and it's not as politically correct today as it was then. Um, the wife will sometimes say, I want the house for the kids. I want to keep the kids in the house. And housing is much easier to figure out than income and retirement from age 60 to hundred. So housing is much easier, 60 to 100 to figure out than, you know, paying your bills and paying for your medicines and paying for your rents and paying for your houses and such. But there's emotional ties. There's behavioral finance, big time, big time. Like I bought a second home up in um, Truckee, Tahoe. And I heard there's um, a wait for housing that goes three plus years for affordable housing because the employees that work up there can't live up there. So... I'm like, maybe a I lot could. of them are traveling from Reno. So you get in this yeah. behavioral thing and you go, maybe I could take advantage of that and become a landlord in Truckee, Tahoe. And you're like, it's not what you signed up for. You signed up for mountain bikes and beautiful weather and such, not you know, and, become and a landlord. Tahoe time. So something like that. So you believe, um, when does the migration end? When does the immigration back into California begin? Um, well, taxes are pretty high. Gas taxes. I mean, we've talked about that uh, quite a bit. Um, home prices have peaked in all of these places that we've talked about. You know, the Boise's, the Portland, Seattle's, Reno, Sacramento's. Um, I, I think. I don't think it it really does happen, Rob. I think companies are figuring out that they to keep their employees happy to keep. Um, uh, they, they need to have housing, affordable housing. Um, Amazon's going to do it. They're going to find a city somewhere in the United States where they're going to have thousands of highly paid employees and they want them to be able to afford homes. And I think companies are figuring it out in this technology age. We don't have, I mean, my neighbor, he, he works five days a week, every day of the week from home and he runs a, a team of networkers and he gets paid very well. He can work and live anywhere he wants uh, practically in the United States. And, uh, I think we're getting to that stage where people can say and get over that behavioral uh, financing issue or any of that culture shock. And there's a, all right, that guy has a gun on his belt. Oh my gosh. Um, and get over it because other people are doing it and they're finding their clicks where they go. And we're seeing a lot more of that. A lot more people are talking about moving and, 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 and then you have something like the market change and, you know, people are going, Oh my gosh, you know, I, the equity in my house, I want to preserve that. Maybe I sell now and go somewhere where it's cheaper, buy a house free and clear. And then I can transfer that to a retirement community somewhere after I figure everything out and manage my, my, um, 
uh, my liabilities until then. And uh, cities across the United States, or sorry, cities east of where we are now, offer those type of opportunities for people. Okay. I'm with you on that. I'm just trying to... I, I, I don't think it's... I don't think it, it... I think California is a great state. And I think if you can make a good living here and you've um, managed to take advantage of things like Prop 13 and you know uh, some good equity building and maybe get some rental properties somewhere and you have some good income to pay for some taxes and go into retirement, you can live in California. I think it's great. People who are coming here getting great jobs and as long as those continue to you know flourish, uh, I think California will... Uh, follow right along and people will enjoy living here. There's nothing wrong with the amenities here. Um, uh, but people want houses, period. Yeah. I'm finding one of the amenities that stinks here is the roads. <laughs> and they're getting worse and worse and worse. And again, you suddenly become old when you're complaining about it. But when you're like, <laughs> when you're 25 and you've got a $14,000 Toyota Camry that's got 145,000 miles on it, uh, the bumper's falling off. You don't really care about the road as much. Yeah. So, uh, old people problems. Don't so, park next to that car. Don't park next to that car. That's darn tootin'. financial tips and uh, hints. But also, like, um, sometimes I'll wax poetic and go, I remember when I was a kid, I used to go bike riding for, like, literally hours. I'm like, I can't do that in my hometown. With My kids can't go bike riding for hours without putting flashing nuclear signs on their body to avoid, you know, all cars and such. It's, it's not Danger, it's no fun anymore. Well, it, it, if you haven't been on a Friday at three o'clock um, to to Sunday at this eight o'clock at night and anywhere on 80 going east, it's getting worse. Um, I've done the trip many, many times. I used to say, oh, if I'm out of the Bay Area by three, I'm good. And it used to work. Now, it has, then it went to two, then it went to one. Now it's 12 and now it's 11, you know, and, and it's, you have to leave early. People are just leaving because of those kinds of amenities that they're looking for. And they just aren't finding it here as, as obvious crowded. I mean, I'm not saying everybody's leaving because of the roads. Um, I think roads are bad everywhere you go. Um, but uh, try go to a third world country and look at their roads. I mean, we have, we have it kind of made in that way. So it's just all about perspective, but um people are people are are enjoying the bay area but they're also enjoying the rest of california but i see a lot more people going that way and i'm pointing east okay so and again there's a good story in bloomberg and the reason i bring this up is bloomberg is a respected source that's one of the reasons i said what are some irrespected sources but even if bloomberg's just having the conversation there's no merit to it they're still having the conversation i think there's some reality to it this is one of many stories that have been like that one of many stories and you don't typically hear people leave boise for more i wanted to live in more expensive housing with with more neighbors and more social programs that don't necessarily apply to me and so much work and uh you put your kids in an elementary school public school and it's bare bones they're asking for more money so Mrs. Mitchell, who lives on the block, who's 85 years old and pays $300 of property taxes, can have state people pick her up and drive around town. Lovely. I'm not bitter at all. Find me online at robluckshow.com. If I left and it made no sense, and you tell your friends, and they call your hands, baby, never mind, never mind. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
couple years ago, many years ago, back in the 90s, which I'm kind of excited to see the Jonah Hill film mid-90s, but I'll wait till it comes on cable, because I ain't paying 10 bucks and popcorn to see a, a 1990s movie, but at that time, I kind of learned, or I kind of heard as an investor, there's something going on about Japan, that their society was getting older, and that they take care of their old people. I'm like, you don't turn them into cookies like we do? No. They take care of their old people? We, we turn them into soy and green. You're darn tootin'. Logan's Run is they're going to make a reboot where you turn 35 and a light goes off in, in your chest cavity and suddenly the Sandmen are hunting you and killing you. I like that world. As long as I'm the old guy making the rules and not the guy who just turned 36 and not a rule maker. But I hate Prop 13 for what it does with our old people. I hate it for what it does with our real estate. I hate for what it does to our schools. Um, ruins is the right thought, but I think I, I started the segment with kind of an idea that kind of got a little sidetracked. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Um, how are you? I'm well. It's a great morning. Thoughts? Thoughts yeah. on... I don't know. Uh, I have many thoughts. Okay. Old many, people. many thoughts. <laughs> How often do you um, see like a 65-year-old plus couple come in and say, I want to get a home and a mortgage? All the time. And that's that's got to be tough because your earning years are probably behind you. So you're kind of pulling together assets in a more intriguing, well, interesting way. Working with a client right now, they were, uh, I think he was born in 1950, so that, what's that put him? 68? Okay. And he's, um, they're, they're buying a new property. They're cashing in on their, um, out their property, buying an inve- believe it or not, buying an investment property so that they could, um, move a, um, a sister in that's ill and they have an opportunity. I mean, so there's, people are always doing stuff like that and, and he's still working. He, he's already told me he's going to work till the day he dies. He has this, you know, pretty decent sized mortgage, but yeah, we see these people all the time. Chad Burton and I had a conversation about this and we're talking with a vacation expert, um, as a financial planning firm. You sometimes have clients who want to buy a second home so their family can get together for Thanksgiving and their family can get together for skiing, and then they end up not using it very much. So it turns out to be a financially bad decision that was powered by their own demand for family. But there's a company now that if you pay a $40,000 like membership, it's a high-end Airbnb, and you can like give it to clients. So it's kind of a client service thing for helping your clients not make financial mistakes, but... It, do you feel that, that like sometimes people will come into your office and you're about to make a financial mistake because you're overspending, you're probably not going to use as much as you want, you're probably going to find yourself maybe in a, a bad job market at some point in time or an earthquake at some point in time or something where you where this wasn't the best idea? Well, it, it, it doesn't quite feel like it did back in 2005, 6, and 7, leading, okay. leading in, into the, you know, that type of market. We, you know, there were just not enough guidelines to help protect people. Now, we may feel like we're in an overregulated era right now, but it, it has gotten rid of a lot of the, um, you know, the bad ambiguity, decisions. yeah, the decisions that, um, you know, bad decisions that people can make, just forced basically on, on the whole way people are qualified and how, how hard it is to qualify. Um, it's pretty strict and it's, there's no gray areas anymore. Um, and if you go private money or you go to some sort of alternate product or what they call non QM products, uh, you, you are going to pay for it and you still have to qualify. It's not an automatic, you know, um, transaction. So Can I, give you a I, suggestion? I don't feel as bad, um, as I did back then. I think you should get a feathered quill <clears throat> and like a vial of blood 
and make people sign their mortgage paperwork. Freak them out. So, don't you have a ballpoint pen? No, I just have this feather quill and a jar named blood. Oh, my, my, my. Sign here. Um, but there is kind of an intimidation sometimes. Like you do, I I've felt intimidated signing, and I, I'm, you've probably seen the opposite where people are too arrogant, and they're like, "I'll sign another one. I'll sign another one. I'll sign another one." I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm another half a million dollars in debt." Yeah. I, again, the even even the lenders look at the worst case scenario now. Um, they're sticking to the rules. You need three, okay. believe it or not, you're supposed to prove three years of continuance of income, um, as, and two years of prior. Uh, and these are some of the rules that, you know, they, they kind of just said, okay, we're going to readopt these and make sure people are following, you know, the abil- ability to repay. And that's a pretty big rule and p- pretty big term that they use. Um, and that it scares a lot of lenders, and that's why they they became so tight because it's something called a buyback. You do not want to buy back a loan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, someone gets fired. That happens, right? You well, yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're buying back a five hundred thousand dollar loan with what money? Um, I can't. We can't sell this loan. Uh, so if you have a, um, a a wholesale line with a lender, and and you end up having to buy that back, you you're, you might go broke. You might go out of business and bankrupt. Um, so people follow these rules pretty. And, and it does protect people from the most part making bad decisions. But I mean, we have a client right now who's do, doing a refinance on a rental property and he's 20, he's practically 20 years into this, into this loan. Um, and it's not a large loan, but he's paying so much principal right now. And we're, we're trying to talk to him about not doing it um, or at least opening his eyes to, you know, showing them him the math as opposed to just saving an extra $150, $200 a month. Um, you feel sometimes you could lead a horse to water. <laughs> yeah, I see. I'm seeing yeah. more and I've, more. Of I've, that. I've been the horse. I, I've been that person before. I mean, I, I've, I've not. I, I look back at some of the decisions I made, and I mean, you know, I, but hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, you, you, that's why you surround yourself with professionals. You know, expert. You know, the people who go out and, and try to flip homes. You know, we always say the first time you do it, split it with somebody who else has who's done it. Don't look for those big numbers first. Try to work with somebody who's done it before and learn some of the, you know, from some of their mistakes and then try it on your own. You were fabulous today. I just want to say the reviews are in. Tony Mendez, Bay Area com was fabulous. He's off to Largo Hello. for a weekend now. Hello. He's going to hang out with his celebrity friends. You can find him at Tony at com. It's com. You can come meet him. He's going to be giving a little bit of a speech at the Investing Beyond a 401k. Wealth Accumulation Seminar on November 17. Sweet. Sweet. Um, that's going to be at the Rotary Summit Center in San Jose. There's also a Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar in the morning. So one for Wealth Preservation morning, one for Wealth Accumulation in the afternoon. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.